Beware, the feds are coming for our corporate anonymity and our profits. There is a new federal overreach that comes into effect on January 1st, 2022-24, excuse me, that is going to completely remove a lot of our privacy and our profit. But first, before I get into all that, I need to do a disclaimer that says I am not a, ta a licensed tax or legal advisor. I don't give tax, legal, or accounting advice. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be replied upon for tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and accounting advisors before engaging in any transaction. So who am I? My name is Don Thornton. I'm a 21-year real estate investor. I'm known as Don the Short Sell Guy. I am the best damn short sell investor in the country. I flipped over 35 houses in my, in my uh, career, and I own this trust. So let's go over what we're going to cover in this video. And yes, Big Brother is definitely going to watch us even more after J January 1st, 2024. I'm going to tell you about the threat. I'm going to tell you how the feds are coming for our anonymity and our profits. And I'm going to show you how to protect yourself because we have the solution to protect your anonymity and your money. Let's dive into it. What is the Corporate Transparency Act and why should you care? Well, I'll tell you what, it's, you definitely should care, but it was enacted on January 1st of 2021 as part of the National Defense Authorization Act for the fiscal year of 2021. They say kind of just slipped that in there without anyone really noticing. And it's designed to create a national database to register corporations and limited liability companies. And oh, by the way, if you have an LLP or an LLLP, you're also required to register. And it's designed to target anonymous shell companies to address and prevent money laundering and uh, terrorism funding, tax evasion, and similar illicit financial activities. Isn't that just like the government, right? They, they throw out this straw man of, oh, we're going to have to you know, stop money, drug, drug dealers and terrorism. And what they actually do, they're just trying to get more, they're trying to get in, their, in our pockets, okay? That's really what's going on. So according to the, the, the statutes of the law, uh, you know, who's exempt? Well, if a company it qualifies for all four of these uh, things here, then it is not required to register, meaning that if it employs more than 20 full-time employees inside the U.S., not outside, if it has, uh, if it owns or leases any physical, a physical office in the U.S., and by the way, that cannot be a residence or any kind of shared office space, and the previous year tax returns has to show more than $5 million in gross receipts. So let's talk about beneficial owner. How does the government define beneficial owner in it with this uh, legislation? It means that you own or control more than 25% of ownership interest. You exercise substantial control over the entity and you receive substantial economic benefits from the assets of the entity. Now, there are three specific indicators of substantial control that the government's looking out for. Do you serve as a senior officer of a reporting company? Do you have authority over the appointment or removal of any officer? And do you direct, determine, or substantially influence any important decisions made by the reporting company? And they define ownership interest as any equity, any capital or profit interest, any convertible interest, any warrants or rights, or any options or rights to acquire equity or capital. So what are, the, what are you required to give to the government 
uh, according to, to be in compliance with this act. Well, you're required to give your legal name, your date of birth, your current street address, residential street address, not your corporate, your residential address, even if it's outside the country. If you, if you live outside the U.S., it doesn't matter. And they want to get your passport number or your driver's license number or your state issued ID number. And again, if you're not a U.S. citizen, they want your they want your uh, the passport of your country that you uh, are a citizen of. So what does this mean? It just means more government control. Big brothers just watching us more and more, less profit for us, more and, and less anonymity for all of us. So let's talk about the filing requirements. If you bend, bend the knee and uh, decide you're going to go ahead and do this, what are the requirements? Well, if your company or your entity was formed before January 21st, excuse me, January 1st of 2024, then you have one year to file. Anything formed after January 1st, 2024, you have to file, you know, according to the uh, Corporate um, Transaction Act um, or Transparency Act, 30 days from the filing of your entity. And of course, the, the government's always going to have the hammer. So what are the penalties for noncompliance? Well, it's a $10,000 fine, two years in prison, or a combination of both. Yeah, that's... And let's be real, okay? That is a, definitely a threat. You know, being uh, in your orange jump shoot, having a corrections officer take you down to your cell. And so you may be asking, well, who gets access to my info? Well, this is going to be given to any and all law enforcement agencies, any national security agencies, any federal regulatory agencies like the IRS. And not only that, any financial institution is going to get access to all of this. So who in this is especially vulnerable? Well, anyone using holding companies or shell companies or pass-through entities, any real estate investors, crypto owners, traders, e-commerce, e small business, we are all vulnerable. Okay, that's how, that's how uh, you know, significant this legislation is for all of us. So listen, let's talk about how do we fight back. I'm going to tell you right now, the best way to fight back is the non-grantor, irrevocable, complex, discretionary, spendthrift trust. Okay? This trust protects you from all of this because, number one, when, you, when, the, when the trust is registered with the, with the federal government, your Social Security number as trustee is not registered with them. The trust is not required to register with any state. And because of this, this trust is exempt from this law. Okay. So how does this protect real estate investors? Well, remember, all properties are held in your spendthrift trust. And the trust, again, is not required to register with any state. So because all of your assets are held, all your properties, all your assets are, in, are held in the, pro, in the uh, spendthrift trust, you don't need to put properties into an LLC. You don't need any holding companies or shell companies for some of these asset protection models are just nuts about how complicated they are. And with this new law, you see they're not, they're not even uh, worth the paper they're printed on anymore. So with our trust, you don't need any of that stuff. Okay. If you have, if you're in a syndication deal or if you have partial ownership, that's going to be held by a, by your trust, not an LLC or a corporation. And you as trustee, you can control everything 
that you have an interest in without report without the reporting requirement requirement and because of this you're exempt from any ownership interest because you personally do not have any ownership interest the trust does but not you okay so how does this protect crypto owners and traders well all crypto is held in the in the spendthrift trust your social again is not required to be registered anywhere and there's no need to have your your um your crypto you know involved with any llc or other entities it's all being done on or held under your you know the bill of sale and the ownership of your trust and then with your if you're on any training platform it's the ein number for your trust nothing having to do with you like i said so and remember the income that you receive is not taxable and when you cash out any of your um crypto none of it is there's no capital gains. The capital gains taxes are eliminated. That, that's something, isn't it? <laughs> so how does this protect those of you who are using holding or shell companies? Well, it's very simple. You can use our business trust, which operates as a shell or holding company in whatever way you're using your holding and shell companies now, because the business trust is a pass-through entity. But here's the deal, okay? It's not an LLC. It's not you know, a company, it's a trust and a business trust is exempt from this law. Okay. And the way it works is the profits will flow down. You know, income is directed into your business trust. The profits is, you know, the active business income is converted to passive income. So it flows down to your personal spendthrift trust, which means you know, at the end of the day, none of that passive income is going to be a taxable event. And the trust can have unlimited DBAs, bank accounts, whatever. If you need to scale, if you have some other prop, you know, other projects going on, it can all be done under the umbrella of the business trust. So how does this protect small businesses? Well, your business assets of your, of your uh, small business are going to be sold to your spendthrift trust. Now, you can run your small business through the business trust. And by doing this, all of your income and your assets are protected by the spendthrift provision from lawsuits. And, and because remember, just to remind you, the trust, all both trusts, the spendthrift trust and the beneficial, excuse me, the uh, business trust are exempt from this law. And it gives you major tax reduction for your small business. And as I've said before, this trust is not, none of these trusts are required to register with any state. It seems to me, folks, that the choice is yours. It's clear as day. Let me ask you a question. Why in the world would you submit to this new reporting act as a, as a cover for them to get into your pocket, to get more money, to, control, to, to, to get their prying eyes on what you do, if there is a hundred percent legal alternative to avoid it okay this is coming down the pike real soon in a matter of months this is all going to start happening here so i want to help you i want to show you how we can make sure that you don't have to uh, be in compliance with this to have a legal way to avoid it and i can do that with a free strategy session so go to my calendly link and schedule a, a time it's calendly.com that's c-a-l-e-n-d-l-y dot com slash don thornton my name is spelled d-o-h-n-t-h-o-r-n-t-o-n slash 30 m-i-n 30 minutes or just be just do it more simply just text me 
My number is 407-902-7827. That is my personal text. It's not just some you know, uh, number I set up and, and no one's there. That's my phone, okay? So text me. Let's talk about how to get your business ready for the implementation of this law so you don't have to comply with it legally. Thanks again. I really appreciate you guys watching my content and I'm always available to answer any questions you might have. Thanks.